As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, test, test. Getting high on huffing humidity hurts how headstrong herbologists hawk their honorable herbs in haunted hospitals. Getting high on huffing humidity hurts how headstrong herbologists hawk their honorable herbs in haunted hospitals. All right, the microphone seems to be working. It's 3.15 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm meeting with another first-time client, Jack Jones. That's almost a, a tongue twister in itself. I could do another time. Jack Jones with the J's. Uh, looking forward to meeting Jack and figuring out all what's going on in his life. Uh, before that happens, just a little bit of time for a self-check-in. What's going on with me? What's going on in my world? You know, I've done it again. I've struck gold. I just, I, I can't, I can't stop striking gold apparently, but I, even though I've mostly left the life of fame behind to pursue a career in therapy, every now and then I will go on Reddit and uh, just earlier this week, I had a comment on our NBA that's got over a thousand upvotes. And so, yes, I'm famous again. I, um, uh, it's, it's tough to be this successful and this good. And obviously, I know the wealth is going to be coming down the pipeline for my one post that uh, people laughed at. And I, I just like, I don't know what to do with this amount of success. And so, um, you know, I've really just been stewing. I've been, uh, I've been kind of uh, uh, social distancing, not for any new COVID spiking reasons, but just because I don't want to get mugged by fans everywhere I go. And oh, hello, hello. Hey. Sorry, is this the uh, therapy office? Yeah, this is therapy. Come on in, Jack. Hey, hey, I'm Jack. Jack Jones. Uh, Jack Jones. Yeah, nice to meet you. Hey, how? Hey, hey. Sorry, uh, doc. What do I call you, doctor? Oh, yeah. yeah well, you, 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 your good instinct to know that doctor is not correct because that's not right at all. Yeah, I, I didn't am think a. So, yeah. Yeah, I am a CTWROS. However, if that's helpful. I. Uh, sorry, what was it? CTWROS. It's such an easy acronym to remember. I don't know why so many people struggle with it. Uh, was it? Yeah, I'm just a creative thinker who rents office space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. My, yeah. My ex-girlfriend recommended that I come see you. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Are you a therapist? No, I'm, I'm a the therapist. I'm a creative oh, okay. thinking therapist that rents office space. Oh, oh. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, so I call you CWRTOS. You can just call me Ian. If oh, you want. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Him. That's, that's better, man. That's yeah. good. Pal. Yeah. No problem. No problem. You take a lot of advice from your ex-girlfriend, Jack. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're pretty close still, so, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, she well, was my nanny growing up. Oh, oh, no. Uh, that doesn't yeah. sound like a healthy person to date, I wouldn't think. Well, it, she was. I was 16, and my parents still thought I needed a nanny, so she <laughs> okay. was my nanny. She, well, how, she was 43 at the time. 43, okay, yeah, no, still, still, still 
piquing my interest as a therapist of like, oh, that's a big age gap for a, a dating relationship. Somebody who's sort of supposed to be looking over you is now, you know, doing a little bit more than looking, if you know what I'm saying. Well, we, we, we didn't date when I was 16, so. Oh, good. Okay. But still, it's a big age gap, I'd imagine. Do you like, do you fancy the, uh, an older demographic when you date? When I date? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm older now, too, so I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a 35-year-old man, so 35, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we only dated for, like, a, a month, so. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe it wasn't that bad. And, and to be honest, I, I didn't even, it was, you know, we had, she nannied for me for about a year, uh, and then my dad came back into my life and said, this guy doesn't need a nanny. Uh, and then we kind of separated for about, uh, 15 years so I, I didn't recognize her when we met again I was hanging out at the shuffleboard bar in uh, Williamsburg I forget the name of it I don't oh know I know that know. like the palm tree thing yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's really my vibe everyone over there is you know retired or about to retire it's, yeah, it's what it, I find fits what um, you're looking for <laughs> yeah yeah and we connected and I didn't recognize her because you, you know She's gotten older, and she didn't recognize me because her memory's, you know, on its way out. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then, then, then you have you have reduced the problematic nature of the relationship, but I, I can't say that it's a zero. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I want to give you benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say it's like a one or two on the problematic scale. So, gotcha. thank you for reducing it. Um, no, it's fine. People always get weird. I, I mean, I just don't know what else to call it besides my ex-girlfriend because that's just like, yeah, what it is. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I'm I'm hanging out with my ex nanny. I'm hanging out with someone who I kind of see like an older aunt or grandmother who, yeah, mm. has kissed me on the mouth. But I don't know what to call it. Well, I mean, in some families, older aunts and grandmothers will kiss you right on the mouth. I suppose. Like, I guess. That's oh, a, gross. Well, I, uh, I'm just saying it's a cultural thing. I mean, look, I I come from British culture, so we don't even talk about kissing. That's like, that's pornographic in British culture. But oh, wow. I'm in. So I can imagine some more familial oriented cultures being very kiss heavy. Yeah, we weren't that kiss heavy. It was mainly mm. like me asking if I could stay up late. <laughs> this was when she was a nanny or when she was a girlfriend both both, both. yeah 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 well she like to know. get up early she'd be like i gotta get up at 5 a.m and i was like for what you don't even have a yard to mow you know is that why you assume people wake up early is to mow the yard i suppose some people do but yeah, I, I grew think up in the suburbs yeah you gotta mow the yard while the dew is fresh on the grass so you can mow it and then once it's cut the dew on the grass can get into the grass better because it's opened. Oh, I would have thought the dew of the grass would get in the blades of the mower and electrocute you. But see, this is why I don't know suburban life that well. Oh, yeah. Mower is a gas power, not electric. Gas. Okay. Well, um, well, that's another. I'm afraid that's going to also be on the problematic scale. You know, it's a very it's it's climate change and it's very hot out here. So I'm that's true. Well, they have they have manual mowers that are just i mean they, that actually i think is more common in england oh there you go okay yeah manual i mean mowers. i love okay. i used to talk about mowers all the time with one of my my best friends from high school my best friends from high school he was my neighbor he was a 70 year old man <laughs> i almost guessed that uh okay uh so okay all right so a 70 year old man okay so you just you you feel you've always aged yourself up a little bit it sounds like you've always just kind of identified with an older generation is that fair to say jack yeah i guess i guess i mean people always tell me like i'm an old soul because i'll walk into a bar and be like hey let me get you know 
a bourbon on the rocks and can you turn the damn music down? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an old soul to me. Uh, uh, did you have one of those like posters on your wall that w w represented a sex object to you? You know, like uh, uh, and and who I guess who was like the who was your celebrity crush is what I'm getting at. Who were you like? I idolizing uh, as the person that you wanted to date. I'll tell you, for me, it was Nicole Kidman. That's a true story. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't think I ever did that. You I didn't. never, like, put up a poster with, like... I just put up posters of, like, stuff I liked. Like, the lady from the Where's the Beef commercial... <laughs> I would look at that poster all the time. I would. I would not have thought that that's something they would have converted into a poster. But uh, I suppose. I suppose it's a famous ad. It's famous. It is a famous ad. But I, I suppose Wendy's marketing is. Didn't Wendy's have that like? Uh, was was it Fortnite that Wendy's put the Wendy's girl in, just running around Fortnite? doing gorilla? So, I don't know what Fortnite. Oh Fortnite. Is. Oh yeah, it's a young thing. Yeah. Um, well, surely you know what uh, uh, two weeks from now is. That's a Fortnite. Isn't What's that two a, weeks from now? A Fortnite? Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's. I mean, that's what I was. I'm asking. Oh, I'm, that's I'm saying, what is what is in a Fortnite? You're telling me something's happening two weeks from now. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not important. I, I'll I'll try not to use any uh, hip and young lingo around you, Jack. But sometimes I can't help it because I'm just so connected to youth culture. You know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, Jack, so uh, your 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 ex-girlfriend slash ex-nanny um, uh, uh, sent you here and encouraged you to pursue therapy. Well, why, why do you think that was? What, what does this process mean to you? Uh, well, I guess I've been getting kind of depressed lately. Cause, no. Well, yeah. Well, a lot of my like closest friends uh, have been, you know, dying or moving to Florida. So. Uh. Uh, I'm just feeling kind of lonely, and uh, 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 yeah, Chanel, that's my ex's name, uh, recommended that I see a therapist, maybe connect with, find ways to connect with people closer to my age, so I'm not okay. losing them so much. You know, I feel like I feel like that character from, uh, from oh man, it's a classic book, Tuck Everlasting, and, uh, and I'm watching all my friends die. Uh-huh. A, a, a bicentennial man of sorts, if that's a reference that will land for you. 200 years, yeah. No, yeah, you. yeah. Was Didn't he watch all his friends die and then ask to be unplugged because he couldn't take it anymore? Is that the Robin Williams movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no parallels to real life. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I could see how that would be troubling for you, Jack. And, and I could see how you might want to connect with a young... Let me ask, what's the youngest friend you've ever made? When you think of all your friends, all the connections, all the deep relationships in your life, who would you say is, like, the closest to you in age, youth-wise? Like, currently? Any, any. I'll take any. Any, any uh, generation, any time. Uh, when I was nine, I had a really good friend. Uh, is a uh, twelve-year-old. Okay, that's three years apart. That's pretty reasonable. And so, what yeah. happened to? Uh, can I have a name? Or what's the? Yeah, Jasper. Jasper. Oh, that was my sister's cat growing up. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was uh, really Jasper. cool. I don't okay. know. He was my best friend, but I—I I mean, disclaimer. Uh, everyone in my life and my parents said that he didn't exist, but I—I I, I am telling you that. Okay. It was the. He was a young boy. He was a. Uh, a ghost and he was of course uh from colonial times so. now okay are you claiming that you know a jasper the friendly ghost <laughs> yeah he was jasper 
the, he was a Jasper and a friendly ghost. I wouldn't say he's a friendly, friendly ghost. He's a yes. friendly ghost. A friendly ghost named Jasper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think ghosts can be friends. I, I, I haven't seen the CBS show, but I assume that's what it's all about is that ghosts can be friends. I know that's a modern, young, hip reference to be making. Uh, but the show Ghosts on CBS is just a show oh, about having show friends that friends. are ghosts. No, that would be more in your generation, I would hope, Jack. Uh, yeah, I do know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just just to think about it, Jack, all of those friends on that show, friends, pretty close in age and all living. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't you know. You seem skeptical. Well, was it Ross like 47? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he, David Schwimmer certainly is the uh, the dilf of the group. He's just the oldest looking one. Yeah. And of course, if you're old, I call you a dilf. Uh, it's just my it's therapist language. We don't need to get into it. Okay. Uh, Another acronym over my head. It's an acronym. It's like CTWROS. You can be a certified dilf. Oh, cool. uh, and I think I think Schwimmer. Do you definitely have to study applies. for that, or a little bit? You have to you have to study in the ways of love. You know, uh, when a dilf really loves someone, and they find a, a corresponding uh, partner, uh, they can make a young possible future dilf. Which is what I call everybody who's not yet a dad. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It's a beautiful process. Okay, so Jasper the friendly. What happened to Jasper? How did that ultimately conclude? Are you still in touch with Jasper and all? No, we moved out of the house that his family let him die in. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, that and that, that must have been tough to be friends with a tw a dead twelve year old. That must have been just kind of grim subject matter. Uh, not really. We talked about fun stuff. Like what? Like waiting for the candles to go out so you can sneak out of the house, or skipping rocks in the street. In the or, so not even a, a pond, huh? Just just rocks on rocks. Just no, we didn't down have no, the gravel it goes. Well, he, he he said the cobblestones really gave it a good hop, and he didn't like the new fashion roads; they were all too flat. Mm, okay, all right. Um, uh, okay, well, that must have been hard to move away from Jasper. Yeah. And, and not have a friend close in age to you anymore. Although I guess it kind of depends on how you, he died at age 12, but I guess he was also hundreds of years old in another way. Yeah. I guess if you think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was pretty wise. Oh, what's the greatest wisdom you took from Jasper, the friendly ghost, would you say? Greatest wisdom. I would mm -hmm. say, uh, make sure you have two buckets, one for the bathroom, one for the bath. Okay, because he needs the fill to fill the water, I suppose. So why is that practically useful for you in modern plumbing times, would you say? It reminds me to not take a poop in the tub. <laughs> so you need reminders for that, huh, Jack? That's, uh, that's something that doesn't come naturally to you? Listen, I got a lot of friends who have a similar problem where, you know, sometimes they just give a bowel movement and they don't even realize it's happening. Right. Okay. I have to run everything through the lens of who your friends are. I, I just, I got to remember that. Okay. Um, all right, Jack. Well, um, well, let's, let's stop looking back. Let's start looking forward. Maybe that's the thing that will help you out the most. How can we put you around young people in a way that you feel comfortable to open yourself up and make some new connections? So well, yeah, I don't go know. ahead. Am I the problem though? No, like, never. I, I mean, I talk to some of my friends, and this, uh, the, the stuff that we're into, I think, is just better than the stuff that the people my age are into. I mean, yeah. we're talking T-Bird cars. We're talking leather jackets. We're talking big malt chocolate smoothies. Like, 
And these kids don't like that. These kids want to be riding bicycles, mm-hmm. wearing uh, thrifted, sensible clothes that didn't come from a cow, okay. or uh. drinking fucking... <laughs> What's it called? Uh, kombucha. Kombucha. Let me okay. tell you, me and my friends don't need anything to help our digestive tracts. I'll say that much. When you were listing things that young people do, I would say only the third one really qualified as something <laughs> that your older generation wouldn't also do. Uh, but uh, but fair enough. If you feel bikes are, are, are new and scary, I don't want to force you on a bike. Um, no, it's not that I think that you're the problem. It's that I think you can help this younger generation to appreciate all the things you appreciate by making more friends with them. I want you, it, it's not just about helping you make no, you younger friends. It's about helping your younger friends wise the fuck up. You know what I mean? I mean, they need to. My generation is dumb as shit. My yes. generation is so elitist and privileged. Here they are complaining about apartments being too expensive in New York all the while they're getting pickle and avocado toast. Yeah, if you just got regular toast, you could afford that apartment, millennial. That's not what I'm saying. That's oh. <laughs> not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can't live in a neighborhood where you have shops that are more expensive and not expect the rent to also be expensive. I see. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I suppose that's a fair point, too. What do you do for a living, Jack? Is there any uh, potential for your career to lead to friendships? Oh, yeah, I work at a retirement home. Damn, okay, so that's a no. Um, I guess a coworker. anybody you work with around your age that you get along with at the retirement home? Yeah, uh, there's this guy, Randy. Okay, all right, tell me. Randy Nichols, yeah. Tell me about Randy. What do you like about Randy? Oh, he's great. He's 73 years old. He's been working there for 30 years. Nope, okay, nope, that's not going to work. Okay, look, Randy sounds lovely, don't get me wrong. I I love 73-year-olds. Randy sounds like a dilf and a half, but uh, uh, it's not quite what I'm thinking when I'm thinking younger, right, Jack? I would say, just to challenge yourself, you said you're, you know, 30s, mid-30s. I would say, what if we made you a friend in the 20s? Oh, it is Doug. Doug? Okay, tell me about Doug. How do you know Doug? Uh, Doug is around the, he's like a volunteer for the retirement home. Okay, I'm liking this. Okay. He's, if I'm doing my math right, I think he's 21. Okay, all right. You can get a, a drink with him if you like to drink. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't drink. Okay. Only water. He likes right. water only. That's 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 fine. You don't need to make a young person he's cool. drink. He's blonde. Uh, yeah, he's fun. He likes to wrestle. He's a little ticklish. Um, oh, 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 oh. He loves, oh. He loves tennis balls. Uh, loves, loves tug of war. He uh, loves tennis balls. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hang on. He's awesome. Jack, I... I Oh, I hate to ask this question. Uh, Doug, uh, d- does Doug uh, wear identification around his neck at all times? Not all times. If he's going to take a bath, if he's going to take, take a bath. Take it off. Okay. All right. Is he one yeah. of those people that also struggles to not poop in the bath? Yeah. Yeah. If he gets scared, he poops. Yeah. His name's okay. D-U-G is how you spell that name. D-U-G. No, I, 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 think, I, I think I got it. Uh, do you think if he had the ability to have human speech that he would say squirrel and look in one direction very quickly? No, he no? would say, that's a great-looking leather jacket you got on. He loves it. He's All always right. looking at it. All right, well, let me ask the bigger question. Is he a dog? Yeah, I guess technically he's technically a, dog, a dog. Okay. But All what right. is a dog? What is a human nowadays? You know what I mean? 
Um, well, I think they're pretty distinguishable from one another. I think you okay, can easily then you, tell. Then you tell me why my generation nowadays will be saying stuff like, I'm a mom, and then I meet their baby, and guess what? It's a big old dog. Well, that's probably just because they want MILF status or DILF status. <laughs> I think that I think, I think that's just looking for a quick workaround to make yourself appear hotter, you know? Gotcha. Um, Okay, well, I'm glad that you have a dog friend. Unfortunately, if you age up dog years, Doug is going to become older again. Uh, so that's, again, not quite exactly what it... Also, 21-year-old dog, that is like... That is older than perhaps the people in the retirement home. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, no, he's three in human years. He's three in human years. Now, how do you think that works, Jack? Explain that to me, Jack. Well, uh, one human year, seven dog years. So he's 21 in dog years i think i think you i think you have it i think it's i think it's time seven not divided by seven i think right it is time seven to for the age of the dog <laughs> no. human years time no, seven no. for the age of the dog uh jack i can't no, get it, oh, you think wait hold on if you think it's you think it's divided so let me ask you this a dog is a dog is uh forty nine years old in dog years. That dog is dead. That that dog has been dead for probably thirty or forty years. Okay, fair enough. In human years, a dog is seven years old, right? In human years, a dog is seven years old. Right. Okay. So how old is the dog in dog years? Hang on, I can do this. Two and a half ish. It's just divided by seven. It's, I can't, I said seven divided by seven. That's one. I don't, I don't, uh, that's not how I heard it. That's <laughs> not the math I do. Uh, look, I'm a creative thinker. I don't do traditional math. I do my agree own. To, agree math. to disagree. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Well, you know who's cool? You know who's okay. really cool? Okay, Jack, I'm listening. The bartender at my local pub. Okay, bartender, local pub. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's this pub I go to on 89th Street called Bridgerton's. And the guy's name uh, is Johnny, but he goes by Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. Okay. I like that he has a nickname. He's got good music on the jukebox. and He's 32 years old. He's a cool guy. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I, I, I like that he's 32. I like that he's a cool guy. Jukebox had me concerned a little bit. That word concerned well, me a little this bit. Is just one at the bar. Just one at the bar. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, how often do you go to this bar? What's the potential <laughs> of turning this bartender into a, a fully-fledged friend? Yeah, I'm there every Thursday and Friday after okay. work. Have a nice okay. Little, get the weekend started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's always good to hit up a bar after a long day at the retirement yeah. home. Well, because Saturday I spend time out at, in Long Island. Uh, I got this uh, like creative space, I guess you would call it, where I'm refurbishing. Oh, you're a CS. You have a CS credential, creative space. No, I mean it's you're just You're Jack like, Jones CS, creative space. No, I'm not certified or anything. I'm just calling it that to be... It's like a studio. It's a rental. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Creative space. Jack Jones CS. Sure, yeah. That's okay. why I do my pet project. Great. Oh, well, uh, now we haven't even gotten to this. What's your pet project, Jack? I'm refurbishing a, a vehicle. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm guessing a Model T. Is that what you said? Thunderbird? No, I wish. No. That'd be cool. Oh. No, okay. a horse-drawn wagon. <laughs> Give me is awesome. that, so the refurbishment is of the wagon, I'm hoping. Yeah. And then you're going to buy a horse on top. You're not yeah. refurbishing a horse. I mean, I'm going to change its shoes. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. 
Uh, I suppose that's a refurbishing. Uh, okay, all right. Well, that I mean, that's a fun pet project. I mean, that you can find. I bet you could find somebody drawing a, a, a driving a horse-drawn carriage that's not a hundred years old in New York City. I bet that's easily possible. Do they have them on Long Island too? I haven't actually been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Take I mean, a they horse. Get mad at, they get mad at you. They're honking. Because you know how my generation is, all privileged. Oh, the road's for me. Hey, the road's for me and my three horses. Actually. So when you so when you say Long Island has them, you mean because of you and people are mad about it? And at least in my town. I mean, but okay. I, you know, how am I going to get to uh, out to uh, the east the the yeah east part of Long Island where the horse there's horse farms and all that if I'm not. Taking my horse Taking on the carriage on the road. Okay. All it's right. cool. By car, it's probably like a 20-minute drive. By horse pulled buggy, it's about four hours. Four nice. hours. Yeah, that would be around that time. Oh, just because you've, you've been bringing up horse-drawn buggies, have you ever considered the Amish as friends? Because I bet you that there's some young Amish that you would get along with great, Jack. I I tried that. You did? Yeah, They, they uh, one of them, I met him on Lum Springer. They were pretty cool then. Is that a site? Rumspringer? No. Is Lump that like Springer? a dating app, Rumspringer? Oh, you don't know what Rumspringer is? I know. I know it's the big holiday where they go out. Oh, right. But the way you say it made it sound like a dating app for. The Amish. I guess it could be. I mean, if you're Amish and you're on Rumspringer and you're like supposed to be going crazy, that's a great idea. I should I should find someone right young enough to make an app. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I guess I guess I guess the problem uh, is the I Amish can't to... use the app, can they? Well, they on Rumspringer they can. I guess they can use it only on Rumspringer, but then but they have what I'm to saying. be told about the app when they're yeah. Uh, okay. They know about bars. Hold on, I want to write down and send a carrier pigeon letter to my cousin. <laughs> How old's your cousin? He's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. He's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Are you from Boston, Jack? No, I just love the way they talk. It reminds like me of colonial talk. times. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing in Boston, right? Really well, party. They know how to party in Boston. I mean, have you ever been to a party where you storm a boat and throw everyone's tea off this edge? That's a party. I, I hate to bring up my British culture again, but that's actually a sensitive issue for me. We're still trying to get that tea back. Oh, right. Um, uh, we, we, ha we have divers in the ocean now still to this day hunting for that tea. And as in soon the harbor? Uh-huh. And as soon as we find it, no more America. You're back to being a colony. Sorry. Hey, I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, America's, America's what? 200 years old, right? A little, little too young. A little, little, <laughs> this generation of America, not wise enough. I'd love okay. to go back to Brit British rule. What are you guys like? 3,000 years old? Now that's the age I like my country to be. 3,000? Yeah, we're something like that. We're, we're doing okay for ourselves, the British Empire. I mean, other than um, uh, Brexit and uh, uh, all of our uh, myriad of problems and a, a prime minister who just resigned from the party that's ultimately going to lead him uh, to be resigning from office. But yeah, other than but, that, you got, but you have universal health care. That's true. That's true. That's pretty great. Yeah. Although, I guess we really shouldn't call it universal health care. I think we should more call it like national health care. I think that Fair would make enough. more sense, right? National because health care. But what a what a concept! Yeah. That, these young people don't get that. What a good freaking concept! Oh, it'd be National great. National healthcare. Wowie, wowie, wowie. Yeah. Oh, oh man, you know who came up with that? Bernie Sanders. No. Oh. That, that that young wild card. No. Originally an idea of Dwight D Eisenhower actually. Oh. Okay. Medicare, Medicaid. That was the compromise. Okay. Oh, I don't know a lot about Eisenhower because I don't care to. Uh, but that sounds right to me. That sounds right, Jack. I, I believe you on that. 
Um, okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, okay, well, maybe that's the problem is you're living in a country you don't identify with as much. You identify with the old colonial times, but we're very far removed from that. You can't burn a witch in today's day and age and get away with it. You know what I mean? So maybe, Jack, we should be we should be thinking about, like, what's a what's an area that feels more connected to the roots of older culture that you could live in? Something like Mesopotamia. You know what I mean? Which I guess would be, what, Turkey? Ah, oh, it's interesting. Is it culture or is it is it an attitude problem? I, I, this is what I'm here to explore with you, Jack. I don't have the answers. I'm just it's, I'm bouncing off ideas off a wall and seeing what's a what's a tennis ball. You know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I like this guy, Johnny Mac. Johnny okay. Mac, the bartender. He's got a respect for music. When I walk in there, nothing, nothing from 1968 on is being uh-huh. played at that bar. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The decor. We got pictures of some of the greats. I'm talking, freaking. Uh, Chuck Berry and and uh, and uh, Elvis and uh, you know some old timey good musicians you know yep. dead people uh huh I got right. you a lot of dead people on the wall yeah got sure it. sure sure uh, and the beers on tap ooh nice and simple we had a mead we got a lager nothing more needed than that oh I guess they got they have he has he has tub gin um, you can tub get gin yeah it's brewed in his own tub. That Can you be confident there's no shit in there? That's what I'm I'm pretty I confident he's okay. no shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. No, no. He has a, two bathrooms. One for <laughs> tub gin, one for shit gin. Uh, <laughs> so, there, so the other one's also for gin, but specifically for shit gin? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's what he calls it. I, I don't use that bathroom. I use the uh, customer bathroom. Right. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's the back of the bar. There's a cobblestone alley. <laughs> But I don't know. That I, don't know. I like this guy, okay. Johnny, but other other customers are telling me that he's lying to us. Uh, yeah. I'm I, like, I, what are you talking I, about? They said they found an empty box of hair dye behind the bar and that oh. they feel like he's wearing makeup and cover up for his wrinkles. Oh. And I'm like, that's a young 32 year old man. I don't care that he uses a walker. <laughs> Uh, you know, I suppose there are some very sad situations in which young people would use a walker. However, I, I do think the walker is probably a telltale sign that these other people who are talking to you about uh, uh, this bartender are correct. And that he's probably, uh, I hate to say this, lying about his age. You know, it was That's suspicious. Crazy. It was suspicious to me <laughs> that you wanted to make friends with this 30 year old, considering your pattern of everyone else in your life you've made friends with. But now it's starting to come together that yeah if he's putting dye in his hair and he's walking around with a walker and everybody else thinks he's older yeah he's probably older jack i would think he's just an no old way. man no way he's he's so slick with the ladies well uh that's not an age thing i would i wouldn't ascribe that to a certain age i mean look i'm sure Sean Connery is still killing it out there and he's an I old man know. i heard he's great on dates every girl tells me that he takes them to this four o'clock all you can eat buffet yeah, um, you've once again identified an older generation thing, but we don't need to dig into it. Uh, uh, All right. Let me ask you this, Jack. Uh, this bartender, uh, uh, how often would you say he makes a noise when he goes to bend over or sit down? How often does he verbalize something? Hmm. I guess if you really, you know, didn't listen to the music, you tried to tune that out. Yeah. The there would be no silence in the bar because it would just be Johnny going. Oh, there we get it. Oh, wait. Oh, a second. What? 
on the other side of the bar. It's a lot of that. That happens enough that, it, that somebody's on the other side of the bar ordering things and he's confused. He's not confused. He's just upset he's got to walk. I mean, it's a long distance. It's like 12 feet. Not not, not super long. Look, Jack, I, I, I don't want to judge your lifestyle. I don't want to break your disillusion. If you think he's a young, hip friend for you, I think that's great. Uh, but it still doesn't, I think, fulfill your life in the way I'm looking for, you know? And, and so that's why I'm just thinking, like, you know, uh, we'll take you to uh, uh, Israel or Palestine or, or somewhere where, again, the culture is so rich in and of itself that when you meet a young person, the culture triggers the, uh, the instinct in you to have some old age in your life. But the young person can be somebody who can grow old with you and not die before your very eyes. Would that be helpful, Jack? Yeah, but I don't think my issue isn't like like I'm I'm out in America every day. Yeah. And there's new shops coming up left and right. Yeah. While the minimum wage is staying the same. There's a concept this generation doesn't understand, okay? A livable wage. Let me tell you, when times uh. were good in the nineteen forties, nineteen fifties, the wage was comparable to the uh, needed standard of living. I mean, right, right. these kids don't understand that. They're out here begging to be paid less, doing free intern work, saying, no, no, don't hire me. Don't give me health insurance. I'm a freelancer. That's not freedom. That's not freedom. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I'm so weary of the progressive agenda of this older generation. This older generation insisting on a higher minimum wage, this older generation insisting on free health care, this older generation insisting on student loan forgiveness. It's just, it, it, I, I'm exhausted by it, you know? And if young people want to do all these things, I think we got to let, I think we got to let the young conservative rights That's what thing. I'm saying. What, what, a, what's the word? Uh, it's not privilege. It's, it's, uh, Oh man, when you're like catered to, what's that word? Uh, you're catered to. I sort of know what you're talking about. Uh, everything's handed to you on a silver yes. platter. Yes, everything's being handed to you. These kids don't get when I was when when I, when my good friends were in college. Yeah, we were only paying two hundred dollars a, a fucking semester. I mean, I say we because I feel like I was there. Right, you uh, were not alive. No, of course not. I wish. Oh. Right. Right. I wish, because then I'd be in heaven right now with all my best friends. And Sure. But I just think about, oh, yeah, you know what else? Our college, all they had were classes and some grassy knolls. Now these kids are like, ooh, I want my dorm to be the size of a house, and I need my gym to be inside my building, and I got to have a guy at the front. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, back in the day, uh, college was just grassy knolls, Dallas, Texas, and bushes, uh, parades, uh, and classes. Yeah, classes, grassy knolls, parades, uh, book depositories. Uh, um, hey, you're describing shot, what for me is an fired. ideal scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, look. I don't know that we're. I don't know that that's achievable, Jack. We're not going to get you back to a college in those day at times, right? But we can only I, what, deal with what's with in front of us. Go ahead, Jack. What I'm interested in is you keep saying you're from England. You're from uh, you my know, mom is Br yes. Your British heritage. Mm -hmm. In England, I feel like they definitely there's a tradition of appreciation. I mean, you guys still have your queen. That's true. Yeah, and mm -hmm. she's on all the damn money. That's pretty great. Yeah, that's true. In dog years, our queen is like 36. 
You guys are still drinking tea while all these other kids out here are drinking cold brew nitro <laughs> monster energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe British culture. Maybe that maybe you're just an anglophile. Maybe you can make a a young anglophile. Here's friend, my Jack. question though, cuz this is might be a deal sure. breaker. Sure. I'm going to go to England and uh, Is everyone there going to like classic music like the Beatles? <laughs> I think England's more of a sto Stones country. Like I think the Rolling Stones? Yeah, I think England is much more into the Stones. Uh, uh, I, I don't think there's a lot of pride for the Beatles in England. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. Uh, I'll I tell you what England does love. England loves Sean Lennon. <laughs> Sean Lennon. <laughs> they love the music of Sean Lennon. They're really proud of that. Sean Lennon. Mm -hmm. Why do I know that name? It's the son of John Lennon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's an American, though. He is, but the British people love him. Always uh, uh, jam into that Sean Lennon. That's, that's oh, what British that's a shame. Maybe it's not yeah. for me. I mean, I saw no. this movie about British culture that I was like, maybe that's what I got to be doing. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called Pirate Radio. I saw it by accident because, of course, I don't own a TV or a DVD player. But I was walking by this house, and I looked in the window, and I, they were blaring this thing with the windows wide open. So I watched a whole two-and-a-half-hour movie the way it was meant to be watched, through a stranger's window. And I got to tell you, there was nobody in the house. I don't know who put this DVD on, but I loved it. Somebody put on pirate radio and walked away. Honestly, that's the person who needs to be in therapy. Uh, but I have you, Jack. Well, I'm glad you saw Pirate Radio. I think that's a great film, and I think that's representative of British culture. I would say in the movie Private Radio, Pirate Radio, it's been a while since I've seen it, but they were probably more likely to play the Stones than they were the Beatles in that movie, wouldn't Maybe you say? I'm confusing the Stones. The Who Stones were a little more edgy than the Beatles, I would say. Hold on, let me look at my albums real quick. Sure. You brought them with you? Yeah, I don't like to leave them at home. I wondered what the carrying case was for. It turns out vinyl is the answer. Yeah. By the way, that's coming back around. Could make some young friends with vinyl and still feel older, Jack. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I've been to a few places getting some records. But then they're like, hey, Apple Pay is all we do, my guy. And I'm like, I only got American dollars. Why do you want apples, Mr. Johnny Appleseed? Don't make no sense to me. Yeah. The Stones, I do have a Stones album. Okay, which one? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Since you brought it up, which Sticky one? Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. You know, I was confusing them. I was confusing them with Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, Somebody no. recommended That's... that band to me, and I was like, uh, the only thing a Stone Temple's good for is keeping time when we put them all in a circle. You know what I mean? Only loosely. Only if I really try do I know what you mean by that. But I, I think sort of. Um, okay. All right. So... Um, uh, but, but this is what I'm getting at. You, you like vinyl, you like British culture. These are things that are not exclusive to an older generation. I think this could be your gateway in to a younger friendship, Jack. And remember, okay. we're, we're doing this because this is what your ex-girlfriend wanted. Maybe that'll be helpful is not thinking about it coming from me, but think about it coming from your nanny. Uh, I was on boy when you called her my ex-girlfriend, when you <laughs> called her my nanny. Now I just want to rebel. But technically both are accurate. Yeah, but when it's my nanny, I'm like, I hate authority. Yeah. The weird thing about me, just the kind of freak I am, I would feel the opposite way. My nanny tells me to do something, I'm dying to do it. My girlfriend tells me to do something, hell no. But that's just the type of man I am. And yeah. are you single? Yes, very. Yeah. 
very single. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't about me. I, I, um, you know, I, I recently you found out. You can open up to me, young blood. It's okay. Well, I, I recently, uh, this is, I don't know how to do this without young references, but I recently uh, 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 severanced myself and I found out that uh, my severed self had killed my wife. But that's not here nor there. Okay. I, I know that's a lot of complex science fiction and, and modern references, but uh, I severanced myself and my severed self killed my wife. But I, I figured it out. Uh, that, I, that was another hey. client another day. Whatever you do with your Nintendo, you figure it out. So you know what a Nintendo is? Yeah, of course I do. It's all over the place. Yeah. How could I forget what Japan did to us back in World War II? <laughs> I don't think those two are tied together in any particular way that I'm aware of, but maybe I don't know my history too well. How, how do you think those two things are connected, Jack? I just thought that Nintendo was what, what, they, what they did. You just thought they they dropped a whole bunch of Nintendos in Hawaii. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's really something that the retirement community says a lot. I'm not really sure what mm -hmm. they're talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can't be blamed for anything you say. You're mostly repeating back things that your friends say. And they're progressives because they're older. Um, it's a very progressive thought, what you just said. Um, they really are. They are, they are politically progressive, socially conservative. Yes, yes, of, yes. Which has been hard for me. That is probably the hardest part about being friends with them. Yeah. Honestly, that's why my girlfriend, my sorry, my ex, oof, uh -huh. says I uh, she doesn't really want me hanging around anymore because whenever they say something crazy like that, I'm always like, I don't know if that's right. I don't think Lyndon B. Johnson would agree, and they get real mad at me. Oh, because you know who a, I like. You know who I like. Who's that? My favorite man in the world. Your favorite man in the world. Clark Kent, Superman. Clark Kent, okay. Originally debuted in 1941, I want to say. Uh huh. But, but you what, know what he's there for? Truth, justice, and they dropped the American way recently, which is fair enough. I would drop the American way also. I would too, yeah. But there's um, a great issue from the 1960s. There's a little comic panel, and this is real. You can look this true. up. I believe this. Where he's standing with a group of people. From all different countries, different races, different creeds, everything. And the, I don't remember the exact quote, but it is about how he is an alien also, and he is from another world. So if they want to accept him, mm -hmm. they have to accept everybody. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. people from different cultures can do real good stuff. I try to explain this to the retirement community. Oh. And they all yelled at me, and I said, okay, uh, RIP Pearl Harbor, I guess. R.I.P. Pearl Harbor. That always diffuses the situation, huh? Yeah. Anytime you're back up against the wall, just say that go-to phrase and you can wiggle your way out. Um, okay, well, uh, well, I'm glad. Well, that's what I want you to do with the younger generation, just kind of the opposite. The same way you're trying to have a positive impact on the older generation by displaying that Superman comic, I want you to now go to the younger generation and display some things from the older generation that they could learn from. You could really, div you could be a bridge Jack, you could be a bridge uh, between the old and the young. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Well, well that, that, that'll be my, my focus for you going forward is how do we turn you into a human bridge that people can walk all over? Uh, and I'll tell you what, Jack, I think what will be helpful for that, uh, a lot of times, I know you're a first-time client, but what a lot of times I like to do to, to kind of wind things down here is just lead a guided meditation, which is a very old uh, tradition in therapy. So I, I hope that you'll be down for that. Would you be okay if I led you in a guided meditation, Jack? Yeah, sure. That sounds fun. Great. Uh, thank you so much. In guided Jack. meditation, talk about the oldest watching TV. <laughs> I don't follow. It's an original form of entertainment. 
Sit, just oh, sitting, the oldest form quietly. of watching TV is sitting quiet. Yeah, okay. All right. I buy it. Uh, uh, I'm with you, Jack. Uh, uh, although, don't forget, you can always find somebody who put on a movie and wandered away uh, if you ever do want to watch some television again. Um, it's, uh, it's a foolproof method. I'm telling you, I think that's some sort of new generation. Let's leave the lights on so people think we're home and don't rob us. It's it's actually it, it it's not dumb you know I could see it working, um uh okay anyways uh, uh Jack actually it's funny that I brought up my my own uh, dabblings in severance before and I know you may not completely be aware of what severance is but severance is basically the process by which uh, a, a person uh, uh, uh severs themselves so that their uh, one life is not aware of their other life, and you might call one of their lives the any and the other life the Audi. Okay, Jack. So I thought it would be helpful today if we did a meditation where we imagined that all of your problems are your any self. But Jack, you actually have an Audi self that will uh, uh, transition you into a better life. Are you with me on that, Jack? Yeah, I get it. It's like how back in when you worked at a factory, the second you left the factory, you were done for the day. Yeah, or if you were in World War II and you just never, ever, ever talk about it ever. Um, yeah, it, well, either one of those I think is a great example. So, so, Jack, for the sake of this meditation, I want you to imagine yourself as being severed, all right? And, uh, and actually, this is uh, I call this meditation an average Joe's attempt at severance, all right, okay. uh, at severance therapy. <clears throat> and so, Jack, if you would just listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three two, one, and Jack, try and stay neutral and enjoy each of these facts about your Audi equally, okay? Do not show preference for any one particular fact about your Audi version of yourself to transcend your any. Jack, your Audi has a mansion so big, he forget the price. Your Audi ain't never been there, but they tell him it's nice. Your Audi lives in hotels and tears out the walls. Your Audi has accountants pay for it all. They say your Audi is crazy, but your Audi has a good time. Your Audi's Maserati does 185. Your Audi lost his license and now your Audi don't drive. Your Audi has a limo and rides in the back. Your Audi locks the door in case he's attacked. Your Audi can't complain, but sometimes he still do. Life's been good to your Audi so far. out of the meditation now, Jack. Three. It's hard to leave when you can't find the door. Two. Everybody's different and you haven't changed. And one and you're back with me, Jack. How are you feeling? How was that for you? Uh, it was quite interesting. Felt Uh-huh. Felt different. Felt different. How so? Any any physical sensations you can identify in your body? Yeah, there was a pinging in the back of my brain. Pinging in the back of your brain? Okay, that sounds like what I was going for. Yeah, and I was like, tell him it's pronounced Artie. <laughs> Artie? 
A-U-D-I, that's the word you were saying, right? Uh, oh, audi- no, no, you're thinking of a car. I'm making a How reference to How could I not a- be? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you could have been thinking of a horse and buggy, knowing you, Jack, but I, I hear what you're saying. Um, no, that was all references to an Adam Scott show, which is just going to sound like gobbledygook to you. But I mean, um, it was good. I mean, the idea of living in a mansion. Mm-hmm. Hey, talk about classic. I mean, have you seen classic? Have you seen that uh, that movie? What's it called? That uh, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, <laughs> I wow, ha- I saw I that the it. other day by accident again. Of course, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I was on a boat and they were and I walked by this uh, family and they were watching something on this little TV that they held in their hands. They had it on full blast. But even the poor family lived in a big old house. Now that was a good time. Yeah, that, that was a good time. Well, the the poor family was often the endangered servants of the actual owner of the house, but we don't need to get into it so much. I don't even uh, know what any of those words meant. But you don't need to. Don't worry about it, Jack. Um, uh, uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, if you actually look back at history, uh, uh, times weren't as great as sometimes we like to paint the rosy picture of them being. But uh, once again, Jack, I, I don't need to I don't need to distort your whole worldview. I would just say uh, be aware of that. Be aware of that. OK. Uh, all right, Jack. Well, um, now I know uh, right before I did the meditation, I had some sort of grand conclusion. <laughs> and I've already forgotten what that grand conclusion was. But you remember it, right, Jack? What am I doing to you? That we're going to find a way for me to be a human bridge. Yes, human bridge. That was it. Thank you, Jack. Yes. Okay. So uh, uh, homework for you, Jack. I want you to go home. I want you to study the Golden Gate. I want you to study the Manhattan. I want you to study that one in Prague where they filmed the Mission Impossible stuff. Uh, and then John Voight uh, uh, pretends to get shot and fall over the side. Spoilers you, for Mission Impossible. You mind if I studied a, a different bridge, like London Bridge? All those other ones are kind of new. <laughs> I think the Prague one's pretty old, but yes. Uh, you can study the London Bridge if you'd like. Uh, I would even say uh, play bridge with your current friends uh, as a gateway. Uh, and then, and then, you know, slowly when you start to feel comfortable, see if you can find a piece of ground uh, that separates old people from young people and see if you can just lay across that piece of ground and let, let them both freely walk over you back and forth. And okay. I'm not, and I want to be very clear. I am not speaking metaphorically. I do, I do not mean any of this as a metaphor. I literally want you to use your body as a bridge between the young and the old. Okay, Jack? There's a 19... 19- I think 60s, 1950s issue where they Superman actually has to do that. So I'm yeah. ready. Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe that's it, Jack. Think of yourself as Superman. You wow. were you were born in a different time, but you're as ageless as ever. You're always gonna wow. look Clark Kent 30. And would you imagine that was never my intention? <laughs> I, I I I can't imagine that, Jack. But sometimes you gotta find the Superman in you. Great. Great. Wait, let me show you one of my prized possessions. Oh, sure. Hold on, it's one of my records. Sure. It's a classic. Okay. Oh, you got a Superman record, the radio version of Superman? The original radio show, but in record form. Wow. That's a perfect marriage. Jack, Jack, out of curiosity, I know you're about to head out the door here, but are you friends with Jerry Seinfeld? Because that seems like another great friend for you. Dates people who aren't his age, loves Superman, is definitely getting up there these days. Yeah, but that guy's a creep, man. He dated yeah. a 16-year-old. I'm yeah. not about that life. Well, uh, don't think about your ex-girlfriend too hard when you say that statement. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. 
All right. Hey, Jack, it was great to meet you. I, I hope you come back soon. All right. Oh, uh, one last thing. When you come back, please be wearing those glasses because otherwise I will have no shot at recognizing. My big, my big half face glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Hey, it was great to meet you, friend. I hope to see you soon. All right. Great to meet you. Thank you, Doc. All right. Doc, sorry. Not a doc. No, not a doc. CTWR. It's, it's all good. Hey, at least I know you're a CS now. You creative space, you. Thanks, Ian. All right. Take care, Jack. Whew. Oh, that was a close one. I mean, any other client would have immediately recognized me from my Reddit fame. Uh, and thank God I had Jack today, who is so into old things that I bet he doesn't even know what Reddit is. But uh, that was a close one. <sighs> you know, come to think of it, I use a username on Reddit. Ah, oh, shit. I guess I can go outside. Quick note to sell. Have you heard of that charming Superman-looking improviser, Andrew Barlow? In addition to being a total sex symbol out there, Andrew Barlow is a really funny guy who you can check out all over the place, including on social media, at SirBizLow. And also be sure to check out Andrew's upcoming shows, including a sketch show with Big Apartment uh, on Saturday, July 30th, 7 p.m. at The Pit. And more importantly, don't forget, you silly goof, you get to do a fun show with Andrew with a team called Drop Your Socks, which includes a cavalcade cast of improv stars. And that show is coming up Thursday, August 4th at 8.30 p.m., also at The Pit. So whether you go see Big Apartment this Saturday, the 30th at 7 p.m., or if you want to hang around till Thursday, August 4th, 8.30 p.m., two great shows to catch Barlow in. And maybe the second one you'll see me. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ER Harland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes uh, wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and AudioNautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Thanks to Nick Rockwell, our new producer, helping us out. Be sure you follow at SigmundFraudPod if you want to see behind-the-scenes photos of me and some of my clients, which shouldn't get out there. I need to shut that account down somehow. Okay, Ian, you need to prove that you are not an old man so that you can be friends with Jack Jones. And then that will solve the problem. So I think all I need to do to not be an old man is just understand how to not accidentally release technology that I don't want to get out there. So as long as this file is saved privately, I should be good to go.